Welcome, Strikers. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Striker Thoughts. I'm your host, William Sal. For those just tuning in, Striker Thoughts is a podcast aimed at sharing innovation ideas, lessons learned, and discussions on the hottest topics within Air Force Global Strike Command. Today, I'm joined by Ms. Leslie Babish. Um, she is from Softworks, and ma'am, I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, uh, my name is Leslie Babbage, and I've uh, been the Softworks director for just over five months. Um, Softworks has been established for uh, just over five years, actually, through a partnership intermediary agreement between DefenseWorks and United States Special Operations Command. So um, I've been a, a previous uh, service uh, member in the Air Force and as part of SOCOM, so I'm uh, familiar with um, our customer. And, but innovation is kind of new to me, uh, but something I've always been very passionate about and getting technology into the hands of the warfighter is um, is very important to us and our mission here. Awesome. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for your service. Um, so for, for our listeners that are unfamiliar, um, what is Softworks? Okay, so Softworks is, um, we are a nonprofit neutral partner, and our job is to facilitate technology transfer, um, and reach out to the private sector for non-traditional, um, you know, to engage with non-traditional businesses and the rest of our ecosystem being laboratories, academics, federally funded research and development centers, and those folks that aren't typically used to doing business with the government because, you know, we realize they have a lot of technology and they just might, might not be familiar with um, federal acquisition regulation-based contracting. Um, and so we want to bring them into the fold and uh, see what kind of technology they have to offer and make it easy to do business, make it easy for them to do business with the government. Awesome. Um, I, I think our strike works here, um, you know, at Barksdale has the same mission. And I, I think we may be structured after you guys, since you guys have been, you know, up and running for, for over five years. I think that's, that's mainly the, the goal of strike works here is to leverage, um, you know, local, industry, uh, private industry, as well as academia to kind of blend the two um, together with the problem sets that Gold Strike Command has um, to kind of leverage that knowledge base. Mm-hmm. Um, so with with you being at Softworks, um, what would you say is the effect of Softworks on the, the local environment there um, from a STEM perspective and from a workforce development perspective? Um, so we have a couple of initiatives that we have going in terms of STEM. Um, the first one is our intern program that we have at Softworks and it's run year round. Um, it is administered through uh, University of South Florida And when it started, I think most of the interns actually were students at USF. Uh, But right now, um, we usually have 30 to 40 interns throughout the academic year. Um, And they're coming from all over the country now. And it's a pretty competitive program. Um, You know, various different studies, um, you know, cyber, mechanical engineers, physics, electrical engineers, um, website, you know, marketing, graphics, uh, law and finance. So we get a great cross-section of skill sets that support, you know, our innovation hub. Um, And I think it's a really good opportunity for these young men and women that, you know, they're studying the latest technology to apply that knowledge to actual problem sets, um, you know, that are provided by the warfighter and the end user. So they get the opportunity to be the expert in their field. And, you know, we really rely on them for their technology um, and knowledge. And, uh, you know, we get to help 
um, I guess, expose them to the Department of Defense and really help um, create that next generation of innovators and agile thinkers. Awesome. Our our second one actually is a STEM program that we do with elementary, middle, and high schoolers. Obviously, it's been more virtual over the past year, um, but we do a lot of outreach, and we actually just had an event here about two to three weeks ago um, with Think Big for Kids, and we ran them through a problem-solving exercise where they had to create um, an oxygen mask and tank for a canine who would potentially jump with their handler out of the, out of the back of an aircraft. And because of pre-breathing requirements, um, so that operators and uh, canines don't get hypoxic before they jump, um, you know, they've got to be able to have that oxygen. So it was really neat. Um, they came in and did some problem solving and uh, prototyping and actually built prototypes. We had stuffed animals for them and they got up in front they, and they got to work in groups. So it was really neat to see that collaborative problem solving and a resolution. And they got up and briefed their programs in front of the other groups as well as um, our staff. And it's just really neat to see that spark. Um, you know, some of the kids that I think were normally pretty quiet on a day-to-day -day basis um, were having a great time and, you know, really involved in the conversation. So uh, a great experience and we love to do as much of that as possible. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, I'll have to get with our uh, director of strike works here, uh, Russ Russ Mathers, um, and you know take a take a note from you guys to try some of that here because that sounds that sounds epic. Um, I would I would love to do some of that to get the community more involved. Um, yeah, and you know the sooner we reach out to the youth to get them you know excited about innovation and see what the possibilities are, um, you know we just create that next generation. You know. Um, of, of innovators. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so with your time at Softworks, what has been, uh, I guess, or, or, you know, maybe not being in your role at Softworks, what, what has been your challenge, most challenging, I would say area to, to innovate, if you will, uh, that, you know, to, to solve a problem, um, you know, what, what type of realm do you think is the most challenging? Well, right now, I would say artificial intelligence and machine learning, and only because there's such a broad definition of what AI and ML is to each person or unit. And so, and there's so many different applications, you know, there are process applications, you know, you can support corporate processes, you can support personnel in terms of training, selection, medical, um, and then there's the war fighting um, things that you can support like intelligence. So defining that capability um, as much as possible while not making it overly narrow. So we keep that um, aperture open for a bunch of companies, you know, to come and demonstrate their technologies and share what their technology is. I think that's challenging. And I would say that's probably across the board for DOD. Um, right. And there's a lot of technology out there right now. So, you know, bringing it in and being able to evaluate, I think is really important because um, sometimes what you see on paper doesn't necessarily translate what you want to see, um, you know, in a piece of equipment or in a process. So um, it's a big challenge, but the fact that we have the opportunity to bring it in and see it be tested and or further developed, um, I think is, is really neat for us. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would definitely agree with you um, with, with your, with your choice there. I definitely think that AI machine learning, I think the possibilities, um, you know, are, we're just getting started in that realm. Um, I think definitely the challenging part is getting everybody on the same wavelength and talking the same, um, 
the same lexicon when it comes to that so that we have a, a, a synchronized understanding, if you will, of, of what we mean when we say certain terms within that realm. Um, so yeah, definitely. That's, that's a, that's a tough one for sure. Um, can you go over, um, briefly what your process is at Softworks for, um, you know, for a, a member of the, of the military to, you know, come to you with a problem, you know, do they, you guys have just open office hours or do they submit ideas to you? How, how does that work? Uh, so, uh, we typically get challenges or opportunities brought to us. Um, by the warfighter, the end user, and it could come through one of the components. Um, it could come through the, you know, the staff or the directorates here. It could come through one of the program managers or program executive officers at our um, Special Oper Operations Forces Acquisition Technology and Logistics. So there's a, a bunch of different avenues that we could see those challenges. Um, but once we get the challenge, we want to sit down with the stakeholder and make sure we understand a few things. And one of those is what does their vision of success look like, both short-term and long-term? And we want to do the problem curation in terms of who are the stakeholders, um, who helps that process along internally to get it to, uh, you know, being able to field that technology. Um, and so once we identify that and uh, also make sure we're solving um, the problem you know, the disease and not the symptom. We also want to make sure there's a, an acquisition strategy tied to that. And one of the lessons we learned here at Softworks early on was that, you know, companies are interested in doing business, right? Oh, and if you continue to ask them for white papers and quad paper, you know, quads about their technology, but there's no opportunity to do business, um, they may lose interest pretty quickly. So we always want to make sure that there's an acquisition strategy tied to that so that they know when they engage with us via our ecosystem blast that there is potential for business at the end of the day. Um, so I think that's one of the important lessons learned. Um, but once we identify those three things, we'll also sit down with the customer and figure out what type of event um, that we can host that will best support finding the solution. We have, you know, probably eight to 10 types of events. Uh, but we can tailor those as necessary depending on their um, end user objectives. So we'll identify the event and then we will broadcast that to our ecosystem um, at softworks.org. Simultaneously, we will send that information to SAM.gov, which used to be FedBizOp. So that creates that competition um, and reaches, you know, all the non-traditionals and our ecosystem, as well as folks that have done business with the government before. So once we send out the blast, we just call it an ecosystem blast, um, we'll give about 30 days for that opportunity to dwell on our webpage and then request submissions. Um, could be a white paper, could be a quad. It really just depends on what the user needs. And once we get all those submissions, we will hand those, those over to SOCOM. Uh, because as I said before, we are a neutral nonprofit. So we don't make the down selects here and we'll hand those over to SOCOM and they can pick one, some or none of the vendors um, to, you know, pursue further development with them. If it's required to do a um, little more in-depth conversation, we can set one-on-one uh, -on -one meetings between government and industry just to talk about this specific problem set and their technology. Um, but at the end of the day, that they'll decide who they want to work with. And I think the really neat thing about Softworks, because it's non-FAR-based contracting, we do business-to-business -business agreements, is that um, you know multiple companies could work together to solve a problem right. um, for you know something like analytics? You know you have 
information you've got to collect and then you've got to clean it then you've got to bin it and you've got to analyze it and then you've got to make it presentable to the operator so that they can you know use that information to make decisions some companies do really well at the collection some do well at the presentation so if we can combine a lot of these technologies together and come up with an even better solution than just picking one company that's what we're trying to do Absolutely. Um, so what about the sustainment piece is that built into the acquisition piece as well Right. So we're really trying to just do here at Softworks proof of theory, proof of concept and rapid prototyping. Okay. So that the user knows what they're buying before they decide to make a large scale purchase. So from there, they can choose to um, go to an OTA or a FAR-based contract um, and incorporate that into a current program of record or create a new one. Um, if the technology needs a little bit further development, um, you know, say maybe it's a technology readiness level four, you know, we can set up business to business and research and development agreements to get that technology to the six plus. Um, so it's, um, you know, easier for the warfighter to test. Um, we can also um, do consignments, which is really a low cost dollar option. Um, and that's when, uh, you know, users can purchase articles, um, either commercial off the shelf, something that's been tweaked a little bit um, with O&M and, you know, kind of outfit a smaller unit, or maybe they only need it for a very short period of time. Um, but, you know, when back when we identify all the stakeholders, um, you might not necessarily know the sustainment and logistics piece of that yet and or the training, but at least they're tracking that this effort is going on. And so that hopefully, by the time the technology is developed and the user decides they want to purchase it, they're not playing catch-ups or trying to keep them all apprised of what's going on so that it will have a better transition into that program of record and sustainment. Right, and prepping for it, yeah, definitely. Um, so another question I have is, can non-soft components benefit or contribute to, to you guys? So I think uh, in terms of participation on our projects, right, as long as uh, there is a SOCOM stakeholder, um, then yes. Uh, you know, I know a lot of components and services have common problem sets that they're trying to, you know, solve. So if there is a joint effort and another service would like to um, contribute funds for that effort, it is possible. Um, really, you just nip money. <laughs> to our folks <laughs> over at Soft ATNL, and, and they can make it happen. But the most important thing is that it's uh, beneficial to Soft, and you have a SOCOM stakeholder. I would also say, you know, some of the trend, uh, the technologies that we look at, um, sometimes they transition to the services. I think that uh, SOCOM is a great test bed. You know, we've got folks deployed all over the world um, in um, operational situations. So, uh, you know, it's ideal for them to take equipment and test it out in operational scenarios. And sometimes that technology does transition back to the services. Awesome. Awesome. And last question for you. Um, with uh, Strikeworks uh, Softworks being, you know, five years old, you know, over five years, and Strikeworks uh, being or in, it, in its infancy, and there may be other organizations like Strikeworks that are coming online. Um, what kind of advice do you have for, for organizations like that, um, based on your lessons learned and some of your experiences that you, you've gained while, while you've been Softworks? So I think a couple of things. Um, first, you know, to have that very low barrier of entry uh, for folks that haven't done business with the government before, both in terms of location, you know, we're in Tampa and we're off base. So it's really easy to get to us. 
um, and to you know have a meeting with government and talk about the technology. Um, second, um, our you know agile contracting methods that are you know we have a, a partner here called Ad, Aqu- uh, sorry Acquisition Agility, and it's part of Soft ATNL, and uh, they help set up collaborative project orders so that we can be very agile um, in our business to business agreements. And for smaller businesses, you know waiting a year or two to get paid is just not sustainable for their company. So to have that agile contracting in place so that you can pay the vendors as you go versus having them meet these huge milestones before they get paid because it's pretty important their survivability and the development of that technology. So I think that's another low barrier of entry. Plus it's, um, you know, it doesn't have all the rules and regulations of bar-based contracting, which sometimes you need large staffs to understand and, you know, put together proposals for those types of things. So if we can at least um, help these smaller businesses get in the door and you know, start doing business with government, I think that's very helpful. Um, I would also say, um, you, you know, we can also test out technology before it gets so far down the road. Sometimes uh, with government contracts, you know, you incorporated technology and once it's there, if it doesn't work, it's pretty difficult to untangle and right. not include that in a program of record. So if there's technology that would help inform a decision, for a program manager or PEO or a warfighter to, you know, have us do an event and we can assess the technology, you know, they can down select to what they want to see. And then we can do some developmental um, work here to see if that technology works. And if it doesn't, great. You spent very little money and very little time validating that technology. And if it does, great. Now you're, you know, you're just much better informed on if you want to keep that in your program of record or, you know, field it to the force. Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of our philosophy here, you know, failing fast, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll have, um, you know, different ideas on different technologies. And, you know, our, our main focus is, okay, let's try it out, proof of concept, like you've mentioned throughout this this interview. Um, what can we do to test it out on a, on a small scale to see if it actually works? Is it worth the, you know, dollars to pump into it? And if it doesn't, it better informs us on where we need to make our adjustments going forward. Yeah. And I would say one other thing that um, we've learned is, you know, really make sure that um, you educate and engage with the end users and the warfighters, because if they don't understand that, you know, what you're capable of doing, they're less likely to use you as a resource. And we're really an extension of, you know, SOCOM's resources in terms of discovering technology, creating those collisions between industry and government, and trying to get that technology in the hands of the warfighter very quickly. So just a continuous engagement cycle um, in terms of, hey, we'd like to, you know, what are your hardest problems to solve? Um, How can we help you? And just kind of show them the different events that we have um, and venues that we have to do market and industry research, and then do that engagement if it, you know, gets to that stage. So uh, just a lot of engagement. Yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. All right. Do um, you have any last parting shots? No, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, pretty exciting to see, you know, strike work stand up and, you know, just we have a great customer here at US SOCOM. And so, you know, really understanding what your customer needs are and really listening um, to your customer, I think um, will set you guys off, um, you know, on the right foot in a very fast pace um, to getting them what they need, you know, to get that asymmetric advantage on the battlefield. Thank you so much. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank Ms. Leslie Babish for joining me today um, and definitely for her insightful thoughts. If you found value in this episode, please share it with your coworkers and anyone else you think they could benefit from it. 
If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to email us at info at strikeworks.com. And as always, thank you for your time. We'll catch you on the next episode of Striker Thoughts. Remember, change or get left behind. Strikers out.